Yeah. All right, so I got Just, options. Which one do you like better? Or that one? Yeah, or yeah. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah, keep it like away from the mic and go like. Psh, 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 psh. Do you want me to go? No, no, no. slower, slower. Like oh. like a hoof, like like if like a galloping do, do, reindeer. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <clears throat> Jared, what's that coming down my chimney? I don't know. Could it be? Could it be it Santa is. Claus? It's Santa Claus. All right, that's enough, Jack. We don't we don't need any more Santa Claus. We get the whole bit. We're talking about Christmas songs this it week. It is Christmas time, fellas. Close enough. I don't care. It's is Christmas time. It's December seventh. Yeah, that's clear. It's like still like barely even cold enough to snow here, but whatever. It's Christmas time. Christmas in, in the city. Is there a different like? It will be. Is there is it a different Christmas time like in the country? I mean, you're the uh, authority on that, Jack, as we found out last week. So, Christmas time in the country, you don't go visit Santa at the mall. You visit him at Walmart. Oh, not at my house, but I've been places. <laughs> I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. I've yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I mean, when we were in Rolla, the Walmart was the primary hangout spot. Uh, that was like, there's no mall in Phelps County, but there, there's definitely the Rolla Walmart. Yeah, so in my town, there's a Santa at the Smoothie King. Sure. Go see Santa there, which I guess yeah. that makes sense. Great. I don't know. I like and then it. in like our... I live in a small town outside of Nashville, and in our town square, there's usually a Santa at one of like the boutique stores or whatever around there that you can go and see him. Very exciting. So you know what I think we should do to uh, definitely get people angry at us? Yeah, let's go. We should make a definitive ranking of the best three Christmas songs ever. Oh, man. So I couldn't do three, but I did 20. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, just... Condense that down to three, if you could, because that was what we wanted. Uh, maybe just pick three at random. It, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, I think you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we can all we can all talk about our three favorite Christmas songs, and then hopefully people will get mad at us, and we'll get you know engagement on the interwebs. Does Excited anyone have something they already deem extremely controversial in this? <laughs> Honestly, no. Me well, either. mine are pretty I, basic, but you know. I guess mine, my number three, let's get going. Hey, yes. why not just jump into let's it? Let's do it. My number three is my only one that I think is particularly controversial. And that's because I ironically liked it for so long that I just ended up liking it. Uh, and number three for me is simply having a wonderful Christmas time. All right. I have no complaints with that. Is, is that controversial? I don't think so. It's not a classic Christmas song you think of, but like, it's 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 bumping. Such it a maybe McCartney stan over here. Just I I kind of am a McCartney stan. Ram is my favorite post Beatles album, uh, the whole deal. But I mean, I just when I hear that song, I think of like goofing around on Christmas time. You know, it it, it just evokes an emotion for me that reminds me of Christmas. There you it's a go. great song. Great song. All right. 
Let's keep it going. Let's get this rotating, Jack. Number three right. Christmas song. Number three for me is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Mr. Andy Williams. Mm. And I think that's really just a recall to a couple weeks ago we talked about Branson. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's on all the ads on like the Branson public network that just does ads for all the shows to go to because he... Like all the uh, good old washed up singers had a theater and a uh, stand or residency is the word I'm looking for in Branson. And it's just every time I hear that song, I think of, you know, getting to the hotel or the condo that we would stay at and going to Silver Dollar City. No, I think that's also a very festive song. Like he's really selling it that it is it is Christmas time. You know, Johnny Cash almost did a residency in Branson. That would have been the coolest thing that ever happened to me is if I saw Johnny Cash in Branson. He had he was supposed to have his own theater, and then the funding fell through. Man. He also what died. a lost. <laughs> well, that doesn't help. <laughs> you could get an impersonator and just but build that theater anyways. If Johnny Cash was supposed to be there, is Branson really all that bad? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Johnny Cash would have made it better. I think it would have changed the vibe. Definitely. Dewey Cox would have made it better. I'd have been okay with that, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number three Christmas song. I'm going to go with Jingle Bells. Just is. I mean, what is there to say about Jingle Bells? In the year 2021, what is there to say about Jingle Bells? That hasn't already been said. The Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg variation. Now, here's the question. So, Robin, so it's Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg. What is it after that? Batmobile lost Lost its wheel, wheel and the Joker got away. Yeah, I think there's a couple variations on that last one, but I think, you know, that like New York Times quiz where you could guess where you're from uh, (laughs) based on your vernacular, I think. Uh, Batmobile lost its wheel and Joker got away instead of Joker did ballet is is definitely going to light up around Missouri. Whoa. You know, the Joker other one's Joker did ballet. did ballet. That's not as good. Never I think he got that. away. I don't Never think I've ever that. heard that either. I'm telling you, there's, there's folks out there and all they know is that Joker did ballet. Why would the Joker do ballet? Well, it's silly. Why would Robin lay an egg other than the fact that he's kind of a bird? It, that's exactly the reason. Yeah, but like Joker's silly at least. All right, number two. <laughs> we got to keep this moving, guys. We don't have all day. I'm going to go have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Which version do you like? I mean, my preference is the Reliant K version because, oh, again, yeah. in terms of like songs that make me think like, oh, baby, it's Christmas time. Let's go. The Reliant K opener to that Christmas album. The Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas always gets me in the, the holiday spirit. But I think all versions of that song are lovely. I mean, I agree. Reliant K's little build into that, if they start out with just the guitar and vocal, that do 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 Yes. Also, yeah, the, it, the name of their Christmas albums are so punny. Absolutely. It's like, uh, what is it? Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand. Yeah. <laughs> let it snow, baby. Let it reindeer. Yeah. It's, yeah, we'll have to do. We're gonna have to do a whole Reliant K episode at some time, just like yes, an homage do. to like our, all of our favorite bands growing yes, up. Yes, we do. Jack, I'm gonna. But, I'm just gonna jump ahead of you because you jump. You uh, jump. It sounds my, like we got some uh, <laughs> concurrence here. Yeah, my my second Christmas song is Angels. Uh, 
What is it? Angels. We have heard on we high. Have, we. I was like, is it you have heard on high? We have heard no, on high. No, collectively, we all heard it. Like not just you. So, so the. So the. Hmm. I was gonna say is the song from the angels' perspective, but no, it's angels. It's, like, it's clearly we the shepherds. Have, we have heard that. <laughs> right. We heard. We heard those angels. Um, this is the most unfestive group of people that I could have. <laughs> what are you talking about? This. It's an amazing Christmas. Like, what are you talking about? No, it's a great Christmas song, but you don't even know the name. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He does kind of have you there. But you okay. like the RK version of that one too, Jaren? It's it's really good. But regardless, uh, I think everyone can agree, like, of the Christmas songs you're going to sing, you know, while you're a wassailin, like, just belting out that, like, yeah. That one, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> it just makes everyone feel like a professional singer. Yeah, you could just rip that. <laughs> everyone's everyone's having a solo during that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my second one, and I went very specific, like artist and then or song, and then the artist that sings it, like That's the fine. specific combo. That's uh, fine. This is kind of a throwback, which for me, like the classic, like as a Spotify playlist, we call it cocktail Christmas music. Sure. Uh, I have Mistletoe and Holly by Frank Sinatra. Ooh. It's just his voice, the song, just throws me back, always gets me in the mood. It's an Italian Christmas, folks. <laughs> oh, yes. Because oh, by gosh, by golly. That's, I mean, yeah, that's another one of those where, like, you hear that Frank Sinatra, like, big band sound singing Christmas songs, and you're just, like, you feel like you're in a department store, which is weirdly the place I think of for Christmas. Even Which you though, should. I think that's very normal. Yeah, it's and like weird. Ironically, but, uh, that's actually the best Christmas playlist I've found on Spotify. Actually, there's two. <laughs> there's literally department store Christmas because that's the vibe. <laughs> like, um, in Tickery Talk. The other one is Sufjan Stevens' Christmas albums without the weird stuff. <laughs> I do love that playlist. Although, I I contend that it's not a real Sufjan Christmas without the weird stuff, but I know some people maybe just don't want to hear the weird stuff. Yeah, I agree, but my wife will only let me play it if I play that one. Have you guys listened at all? We were listening to this at work the other day, the electronic Christmas playlist on Spotify. No. <laughs> it is. It's, it'll take you on a ride, and you can I, probably listen to it for about 30 minutes before you want to like blow your head off. But yeah, I don't trust you on this one. I'm going to I'm no, gonna steer w- clear of electronic Christmas. I personally. would recommend, but I also would never recommend. Yeah, thank you for telling me what to not listen to. I do appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome, All right. dude. Number one. Dum, dum, coming dum. in. Coming in at number one. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we all chose this one. It's the Christmas song of our time. The Christmas song of our era. All I want for Christmas is you. I mean, that's what I got, baby. Jared, what's your? Did you also have it as number one? No, Dang. my number one Christmas song. Well, let's just no. Hold up, I want to build hold it hold a little up. bit more. Let's hear w- why you two agree on on a little. Uh, from the moment Christmas is here. From the moment I hear that vocal run, like the uh, that, from that, I know like it's freaking on. It is it's Christmas, Christmas time, baby. Go all the memes that are like it's November first. Mariah Carey needs to start defrosting. Yeah, like all those. It's just built the build up. It's just seeing all the memes. Yeah. It's just like, hear the. Uh, if you talk about like the ideal Christmas song, 
it's like something that gets you hyped for all the things you do around Christmas time. And I agree. You hear the, like a single bell and then and you're like, oh, it's on. It's Christmas time. It is, I think, the only back in when I had an iPod and bought the, you know, iTunes singles. I think it is right. the only Christmas song that I bought, Ever bought that I still have on my phone when I go to Apple Music. Like, yeah. it's the only one. And it comes no. on rotation every once in a while. And you're like, let's go. Yeah. And like, I know it's corny because it's like so popular <laughs> now. But like, it's like the only Christmas song I hear and I can't help but scream sing. Yeah, it's a banger. It's a banger. Jared, why are you wrong? I'm not wrong. I'm so right. <laughs> I don't think, unless you blow my mind with something here. Number yeah. one Christmas song is by Mr. Sufjan Stevens himself. Christmas Unicorn. No. <laughs> I cannot disagree more. <laughs> okay. I do love, hold, hold on. Up. Hold up, here's my argument. So this song legit makes me emotional because, uh, first of all, it's a slow build over like 12 minutes and the chorus where it just repeats, I'm a Christmas unicorn with like a, with a, with, with the backing vocals. Like once it builds to that, probably around the like eight minute mark, I'm just gone. But the scene that it sets up, what Sufjan is trying to say is, uh, here's some lyrics. Oh, I'm a Christian holiday. I'm a symbol of original sin. I have a pagan tree and a magical wreath and a bow tie on my chin. Oh, I'm a pagan heresy. I'm a tragic Catholic shrine. I'm a little bit shy with a lazy eye and a penchant for sublime. So it's just like all these symbols that we have about Christmas and the Christianity decoration around them um, are just reinterpretations of of all of the Christmas festivals that like humanity's had in like European regions for, uh, you know, millennia and just reinterpreted with this very heavy handed Christian biblical message and like breaking free of that, realizing like there's more to it than just that. Like it's a, uh, it's, it's emotional. Jared, Jared, I'm, I've got, I've got to, I've got to talk straight to you right now. We're doing a goofy little podcast. I myself am a big fan of Sufjan Stevens. I like Silver and Gold. I, hell, I almost put "Get Behind Me, Santa" on my list. My favorite Sufjan Christmas song. But come on, dude, what, what are we doing here? Are we going to really talk about? The symbolism of Christmas uniform unicorn, or are we going to talk about Mariah Carey doing some of the silliest vocal runs ever recorded in pop music history? So, what is your number one Christmas song, <laughs> Jared? All I want for Christmas is a unicorn. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Hey, 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 brother, hey, brother, welcome to the show. This is Big Iron the Douche. Hey, brother, welcome to the show, we're bad wallpaper. 
We've got a plan to create an album in one year by writing some music every week. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of a year. You can follow along on Spotify. And please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper and on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.bandbrother. There's no brother. What's up, brother? Edit the brother out of there. There's no no brother. I'm Hulk Hogan, and I'm doing the intro. That was pretty good, though, right? Yeah, next October, you need to do it in a vampire voice. I want you to subscribe to our show. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Oh, no. This is worse. This is going in the wrong direction. I'm going to do better bits than this. (laughs) I mean, this leads into what I I was going to talk about. your blood. (laughs) Have you guys seen what we do in the shadows? The film or the television program? Well, right now, the television program, but... I've only seen a few episodes, and I've not seen the movies, so I'm woefully oh, under I have neither shadowed. seen either. Guys, let me Ooh. down. Okay, I'm first sorry. of all, the movie is amazing. I know. Um, yeah, Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clamant. Clamant. I don't know. Clamant. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, so good. And then... Yeah, the first season of What We Do in the Shadows kind of rehashes the movie, but also introduces some new aspects. Uh, seasons two and three, just like, it's just so fun. They just build into it. And like, it's one of those shows where it's literally just the premise is like half of what's hilarious. And then it's just the comedians like kind of riffing on that. And uh, they added this whole new character, Colin Robinson. Um, which is uh, gonna forget. I don't remember the actor's name. You'll know it when you see him. He's so funny. He's an energy vampire. Yeah, I do love the energy <laughs> vampire bit. That's a great bit. Yeah, and <laughs> right, it's like a bit, but like they make it a thing. You know, three seasons now, and the fourth just renewed for a fourth. So, uh, definitely my favorite comedy on TV right now. So that's great. But I'm only watching highbrow television, like. Ted Lasso. Have you watched some more of Ted Lasso's? I have watched more. And have your opinions changed? I've gone from I hate it to it's fine. Okay, you're just, you have garbage opinions. (laughs) I don't know what more to say besides that at this point. Sorry, I'm just a hater. Is it too hip for you? It's too cool? You just want to be hipster? Is that it? No, it's too mainstream. I want to be hipster. That's what I'm saying. You're wrong. Classic. <laughs> You're just wrong. Oh, boy. Well, I'll start. Why not? I did something interesting the last week. Uh, I had like a little office Christmas party. It was very nice. We just, you know, I got a new job, moved up here to Boston. And uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying it up here. And we got to have a little party and, you know socialize with all our coworkers, and i will say in terms of like desk job perks office christmas party is undeniably like a top tier perk at least you can be confident you weren't the one who gave everyone covid they actually did like a rapid test everybody but yeah the fact that i was already over my covid i was like i'm pretty sure i'm good here <laughs> dang yeah, but I had a nice time. It's fun to just, you know, it felt very normal. We got our COVID tests, and then everyone felt pretty comfortable. And, uh, yeah, I just, I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Were, th- were there any wild shenanigans, people 
embarrassing themselves. Uh, yeah, let me just name my five most embarrassing coworkers. Let's go. Number one. <laughs> no, everyone was pretty chill. Uh, they did not announce last call, though. I think that's that's uh no no you gotta you gotta announce last call i was surprised was i'd say like that's close. accurate got it it was it. close gotta give everyone Bar- a warning yeah be like hey just heads up you got two minutes go get yourself another cocktail yeah but yeah on the was, on the company dime you gotta oh yes that's you gotta what's love most important that there. open bar shot 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 sweet but no it was, it was a lot of fun Got to ride the train there because I live in Boston, which is sweet. It's a good time. I don't know. Other than that, I haven't been doing anything. What are you doing, Jack? Jack, Man, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I haven't been doing a whole much, really. Uh, I did hang my Christmas lights. Ooh, yeah. Which, what a... I'm not a good height person, and so what a uh, <laughs> painfully unenjoyable experience. Paired, I always pair it every year with cleaning the gutters. Uh, just so I can knock it all out. Just be at miserable once. for one day. Well, it's like I'm already up there. Like I don't want to get up there again to clean the gutters, then again to put up the Christmas lights. So it's like yeah. if I can knock it all out in one felt swoop, it's great. Um, but you know, I didn't fall off the roof, so that is the plus <laughs> there. They look pretty damn good, if I do say so myself. Um, wow. besides that, I did get Chinese food today, and I do want to mm. kind of just bring this up. So. Take out Chinese food, you know, it's hit or miss sometimes. My wife and I found a pretty good place in our town. Um, But is the move just to get appetizers? Like crab rangoon? Like I'm talking like some wonton soup, some crab rangoon, maybe some egg rolls, some pot stickers. You're not even talking like... Soup isn't an appetizer. Soup is soup. Okay, well, I, it depends. Like, are we talking like ramen, or are we just talking like uh, like a? I'm talking wonton, kind of wonton yeah, soup. You know, it's got like the really dumplings in it. It's. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, in my opinion, the move is just to get all the appetizers, which I'm new on this opinion. We just did this for the first time tonight. Usually, we get like two appetizers or like soup or whatever, and then split an entree. And I don't know, time, man. But did you even get like a lo mein or anything no, with no, like just, shrimp or anything? We just got we got an order of crab rangoon, an order of pot stickers, two egg rolls, and two things of soup, and it was a fantastic meal. Jake, I still remember your order from Lucky House. Oh boy, <laughs> get that oh coconut boy. shrimp, no <laughs> lettuce, and then <laughs> the lettuce I'll is take gross. The sesame chicken, extra spicy. Yeah, and then what I would do with the coconut shrimp is I would just like cover it in sriracha. And it would like add a little spiciness to the coconut sweetness, but no, I I I highly disagree, Jack. I I just like the I like the goopy chicken. I like the goopy stuff. It's so delicious. I I mean, yeah, it's good, but I just this was the first time that I've ever done it. Just got straight appetizers, yeah. and it was kind of the move. You get a little bit of everything. It was delicious. Well, I already talked about my podcast my my podcast my hey what's your podcast jeremy are you are you recording something are you cheating on us (laughs) i'm actually in a very well respected podcast called bad wallpaper bad riffs where we take an intellectual view of christmas lyrics (laughs) you forgot the name for a second i didn't i was just saying it in a very intellectual way you had to think i pondered <laughs> What's the name of this stupid podcast again? Oh yeah, I made the uh, band name. I didn't mean I didn't name the podcast. Is what Jared said. I will talk about what I've been listening to. 
and we Ooh, uh, let's go. Uh, had a had a nice little band moment where uh, you know Jack was driving home apparently and was like, "I need recommendations. What are you guys listening to?" And I mean, <laughs> okay, fine, I'll let you know. Uh, I've been listening to the band Sun a lot this week. I always thought it was pronounced Sun O. I was always and, a Sun O guy as well. Yeah. Uh, and then I read their spotify bio to prep for this and it said sun o pronounced sun <laughs> oh boy oh so, no and i'm not sure if it's an o or a zero hard and to then say it's, then it's got the closed parentheses you know it's it is what it is um it's not a big deal they are a drone influenced metalcore band and uh Another, like a band that I've been listening to a lot, also low with their album this year, Hey What. Uh, the way, the similarities, I will say, that stick out to me are how it's just piercing, like guitar, just, it's just guitar. That's like what you are just experiencing at its rawest form. Uh, Sun describes themselves as maximum, maximal minimalism. <laughs> Yeah. Maximal, minimal, Maximalist minimal, minimalism. minimalism. Would that be what you would say? That's that's probably a better way of doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you want to essentially have the experience of sitting next to like a hundred watt amp that is cranked and just, you know, destroying your eardrums, listen to some sun. Yeah, it's good stuff. What did you think, Jack, whenever you put that on? <laughs> Did you hold on? Hold on. I have a quick question. Were you actually listening to Sun, or were you like, "What's something I can mess with Jack by making him listen to"? <laughs> no, that's a I'd, legitimate question. Legit, have been listening to it like for the last three days. There, so specifically, their 2019 album, yeah, is just like, a, like my favorite. It's really good. Check I can't argue. I think that's a great album. I think it's a great band. But I don't think Jack had ever been exposed to Sun before. I had not, and I have to say, I am not a fan. Um, I don't know if I I put I did the whole like you know you go to Spotify and you click the artist and it shuffles through like their catalog, and I don't know if I just got the weirdest stuff, but I, you probably did not. It was I was just like, what the hell is Jared listening to? <laughs> no offense, Jared, I respect your musical taste, but I was just like, I don't know. Was it wasn't my jam? It just kind of sounded like ominous noise. That's honestly a perfect description <laughs> of their sound. Jared's like that's that's exactly right, and that's why I like it. <laughs> no, I agree. I think Sun's cool, but yeah, it's like you got to be in the right feet. You got to be in the right like mood. You got to like just allow it to like wash over you so it's got to be halloween and you just want some like yeah you got to be a little scared i think that like there's some little goblins outside i think that would probably help you yeah all right i'll give it a shot next october we're a little past that now but next october remind me and we'll give it another (laughs) listen while i'm waiting for the uh trick-or-treaters and we'll top three halloween songs number two sun Number one, Monster Mash. <laughs> sure. I'll go, I'll go next. All right. So I recently, of 
have been listening to, I know with you two, it is very well-known band and it might be to our listeners a little bit as well, but a band called Switchfoot and their first album called Legend of Chin, which came out in 1997, I believe. Um, it was pressed for the first time on vinyl this past week. Um, and I bought a copy of it. It's, I love this album. It's one of my favorite bands and I just got the vinyl in last night. Uh, I was here when I got home from work, so, you know, stuck it on the turntable, started listening, and they have a song in particular called Edge of My Seat, which is just, I just loved it. It kind of let me revisit it a little bit. I haven't listened to this album in a little ways, but, um, yeah, I really like just the guitar line, the guitar riff paired with the bass line sounds fantastic. They have a freaking clarinet solo in it. Which this is a rock band, and I don't think you're seeing a clarinet solo in many rock bands. <laughs> um, kind of feels like you know they got Kenny G to be featured on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Funny that you should mention Kenny G. <laughs> Why is he's that been, funny? He's, he's been in the news lately, and because <laughs> of that, uh, well, he has like a documentary coming out. Right. Oh, no. What do you do? Did he get, did he get canceled? No. Uh, well, Pat mm. Metheny tried to cancel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh The artist Pat Metheny had this amazing just diss of Kenny G, and you should look it up because yeah, it's... It's, <laughs> it's like because he covered like a Miles Davis song, right? Oh, no. He or was it literally a- took Louis Armstrong's... Uh, like recording like actually like louis armstrong playing and then just like noodled over it and released (laughs) it as like a look at me i'm kenny g and uh yeah it was described as musical necrophilia (laughs) and (laughs) uh, it's just the like takedown is just amazing it's kind of fair the last thing I think I remember Kenny G being featured in was that uh, Katy Perry song, um, uh, Last Friday Night. I believe it was Last Friday Night. He has a uh, big solo in that guy. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, back to, you know, the real point at hand. Um, I yeah, just really like the song. Quick. I think that the lyrics are incredible. You know, it kind of sounds like a love song, but I think it's also about kind of how just being so excited about life and seeing what the world has in store. Um, and yeah, I just really like the song. Been listening to it just since I got that final. It kind of like shot all that back into my memory, like all the songs in that album, which there's several songs that I would listen to over and over again. But uh, yeah. I think this this podcast is absolutely 100% pro Switchfoot. I think we all grew up on the, on the Switchfoot and respect... Uh, all the work they've done and I, I think like the first cd i ever bought like with my own money was beautiful letdown <laughs> mine was metamorphosis by hillary duff well that's a pretty good <laughs> album too i think i that bought it in branson missouri well. <laughs> jake remembers this yeah switchfoot had a big part of me like learning how to play guitar like it definitely learned uh Stars and uh, meant to live, like what a riff, as some of the first like 
real songs and like they're just written so well that like actually had the drive to learn them all the way through yeah and and that like taught you know you learn so much from doing that and uh yeah i would uh actually <laughs> jake and i sort of got to perform a switch with song for like a gig <laughs> once it, it was very uh improvised and Probably Very abbreviated. Well, but, Jake uh, and I played a Switch It song at a gig once also. Of course. Look, if you're playing in a little church band and you want to sneak in a little <laughs> hardcore rock and roll, you just go... You're off to the races. Nobody can tell you to stop. It's not allowed at the church. COVID. I, yeah, I, I still have a cough. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to go away. It's probably my eternal shame from getting the coronavirus. It's what you get for being unvaccinated. But shame you haven't listened to any music this week, Jake. I have listened to some tunes, Jared. Uh, I I was just listening to a lot of one of my favorite artists of all time. I unfortunately <laughs> missed his concert when he was here in Boston because I did have COVID. Uh, but I, I've been listening to a lot of Jeff Rosenstock lately. Um, he released a, a new ska single, which was a ton of fun. Uh, I've listened to like his ska stuff and his pop punk stuff and his hardcore stuff. And I, I just love his whole range. You know, I think you got like really personal kind of like goofy songs, like nine and out of 10, you got really political songs like no dream or festival songs. And, and then uh, you got the fun ska stuff. So I, I just think Jeff Rosenstock has a, a lot of really fun lyrics and a lot of really fun songs and uh, a lot of good albums out there. So I've just been I've been checking out Jeff Rosenstock a lot lately. Yeah, I you sent me him. I started listening. The first I did the same thing. Put the artist on shuffle on Spotify, and I got one of his ska versions. And I thought that's what the whole band was. And then I heard the next song and I realized it was more like kind of pop punk, but like, I really, really liked the ska stuff. Thought it was so much fun. It reminded me of real big fish right away. Oh man. He's bringing Scott back. He's <laughs> yes, trying. I and love he's to see it. it. I'm a big, real big fish and less than Jake Stan. So <laughs> yes. like, let's bring it back. And definitely check out his original band, bomb the music industry. Also, uh, I kind of like bomb the music industry a little better than like the solo Jeff Rosenstock stuff. Uh, but I think he kind of found his voice even more like with his solo stuff and he's like yeah. developing that. So, um, you know, he's to say, and like, I love his output right now. So, uh, but it's a good back catalog to, to listen to also. Have you li- spent much time there, Jake? Yeah, I mean, No Dream, or actually Post, I think, was the first album I heard of as it was coming out. And I went back and listened to, like, Worry and We Cool. And, man, just a lot of really cool, fun songs on both those albums. Uh, And, yeah, you can really see his range just between those, like, three big albums, like Post, No Dream, Worry. Uh, He's got so much range, and I just think it's, like, a... Uh, a lot of really fun tracks and a lot of like really good vo- uh, vocals and uh, lyrics. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying, and, and I'm really just trying to suppress any expectations. Just be like, this is going to suck. 
I'm not. This is maybe the first week that I'm not like extremely happy with my riff. So I started okay. with something kind of quiet, and I was like, "Where do I go with this?" And then my respiration is really what drove me in a specific direction to at least try and finish something with this riff. Uh, you know, so my respiration is really. <laughs> It's a nice burp. Thank you. For I, that I tried to move my head. I was and being, it came out before I was being I super serious, dude. And you like really like were being disrespectful. Of it that. came out before I could move my head. I'm sorry, guys. So were you inspired by this respiration proactively or retroactively? So it was proactively, but it was like mid-actively. You know, it was like mm. I was toying around with something, and then basically the style of this band made me think, ooh, I should try this direction and just see how it goes. And so my riffspiration was really like I was kind of stuck in a rut, and I think this riffspiration at least helped me find a direction. And so I thought that was a fun twist this week. Uh, but my riffspiration is by the band Greet Death, uh, and it's their song Circles of Hell. Yeah, buddy. There's, okay, I want to break this down. Yeah, let's break it, it down. Get it, brother. So things that stood out to me, uh, first of all, like the way that the vocal like level didn't change from the dynamics of like that first part into like whenever the yeah. guitar backing shifted to the huge like wall of sound kind of big chords. Uh that's a really cool effect. Um I was like I mean I've kind of been in this zone where I just like am really liking that like ambient kind of like softer sound right yeah. now. And yeah. so that I would have been cool if the like song just stayed at that like level of the first part. But I do appreciate the, the dynamics they're playing with. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was, like, then after that, the, like, song shifted into this third phase where the bass carried that, like, energy by being this huge distorted bass. Like, yeah. Time. And um, the guitar kind of goes clean there. Clean with, like, chorus. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I just thought that was an interesting choice. And, like, from, like, a... You know, it's like one of those things of like, well, I have this pedal to click on, you know. Like <laughs> I I always struggle with those decisions because it's like I can do this, but like, should I do this? I don't know. It's yeah, I think this band is really inspiring to me because, yeah, they have that like sludgy kind of like almost metal tone when they really throw on the fuzz. And I, I think it, it really adds a layer to a lot of like really pretty songs. And makes and it really just cranks up the emotion, and so like I think that emotional boost that comes from the, the dynamics of the guitar is what really in it like excites me about Great Death, and what really kind of I think pushed me to just go for it with my track. Jack, what do you think of the track? I liked it at the very beginning. I, as a drummer, I was kind of like, oh man, like man, there's not much drum going on here. <laughs> this is kind of boring. But as that kind of the song built, I kind of liked it, and I like how Jake, you were saying, like it kind of is just the the roughness of the guitar tone, um, and how they like kind of slow it down to take the pace. I think that drumming wise, there's some really cool stuff you kind of do with that. Right, right, right. And, and and I'm not even sure I captured it like all I wanted to capture because I was trying to record all the pieces separately. But right. I feel like if I uh, that's what I think the reason I kind of stuck with my 
song was I was like, there's something here. I don't know if I'm going to fully get it in this little, you know, snippet, but we might as well throw it out there and, you know, see what you guys think. Because it was like, it's it's good enough to not, like, scrap it. That's why I'm, like, so tentative about it. Right. But, you know, I think there's something in there, and you can kind of get that dynamic just from the guitar tone and stuff. And, and that's what excited me about Greet Death. And I tried to capture that energy. And I mean, uh, I think that's kind of the great thing about what we're doing here. It's that, you know, you have something that you're not necessarily too proud of right now. <laughs> uh, but you have two other people who we're pitching it to and that who can potentially have ideas that can build on what might be to the person who created it, something that's not amazing. And you have a drummer and another guitar player who could be like, oh, but we could do this. We could do that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited to hear your track. I'm glad because, yeah, I, I think the same thing. It's like, you know, if, if I did, wasn't under the obligation to deliver something this week, I probably would have just scrapped it. But I'm right. excited to hear what you guys think. You I know, mean, I had to I had to keep going for it. I just kept like recording and recording and recording. I was like, I got to find something that works. And I, I'm excited to see what you guys think of the finished product. And who knows? This could be the track that, you know, you came <laughs> in and you were like, man, I'm not proud of this. It could be a single we put out that gets us to touring arenas. There you go. Just saying. That's Just saying. Who, know, who knows? Well, if it sucks ass, though, I warned you. So, uh... <laughs> Straight. I didn't think that was bad at all, personally. Well, that's nice. Um, I definitely get your inspiration from New Hell. Like, <laughs> I definitely see why that was your inspiration for this week. Um, yeah. I think that there are some really cool things we could do with that song. Part of me thinks that, you know, maybe the drum or the not the drum build, but just the build in general came a little late. Which I mean, mm -hmm. it's obviously mm -hmm. just kind of the rough demo. Right, I felt right. like it held on a little too long for me before everything totally. really came in. But I think that it's definitely a great base that we could kind of build upon like crazy. Yeah, and, th and that's what I find interesting about it is like it's not polished, but like there's something there. Right. No, I definitely agree. Yeah. All right. So here's my hot take. All right, hot take. <laughs> the, it sucked. The it was really part, bad. 
<laughs> the first part was one of my favorite like tones you've you've had in a riff, <laughs> and then the second part was maybe the worst. <laughs> uh, but I'm still I, learning. I, I'm still learning how to use my fuzz pedal. I'm gonna be perfectly yeah. honest. I'm still learning how to play uh, guitar. I'm so yeah, sorry, guys. That's true I too. Think, I think it's an amp like situation. Like yeah, you need to like uh just some like classic like amp distortion and uh hard to get that with a uh f- is it still a four watt amp yeah i got a four watt amp and i can't play it too loud because i have people living directly above me <laughs> it's rock and roll man so there there's obviously some uh yeah and like that was like uh, well yeah tone is like obviously not even like the point of this but like uh <laughs> it has some to do with it you know like look uh, if greet death listens this is not my best tone don't make fun <laughs> of me um but yeah like i totally got it like and i was expecting i kept expecting like that like big drop you know like or yeah. the drop but the like you know explosion of sound and uh uh yeah I think that's a good thing that like, you know, the first part like makes you like want that. And then like when you get it, like you enjoy it, you know? But, yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's something there. I think it was fun. Look, you guys don't need to like be that nice. We only have to pick one this month. This is fine going on the scrap heap. It's okay. I mean, that's the thing about the scrap heap though. You know, if that could yeah. be something you pull in in a couple months and you know, you tweak it and, all of a sudden, it's our favorite. Hey, I like that attitude. You keep that attitude up, Jack. You're going places. For, for some also, reason, I just... <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm also the dude not making any uh, riffs. You're like, hey, whatever, just go for it. <laughs> I'm just the one who's going to pick the riffs that I can do the coolest drum things on. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. was going, unlike Jared was saying at the very yeah. first episode that I joined where I didn't pick the ones where I could do the coolest <laughs> drum fills. Um... <laughs> That is not the case, sir. That's true. You're you're a much <laughs> deeper person than that. There's a lot of layers here. I I'm like an onion. <laughs> Onions are like, like ogres. You sounded like a like a I think you should leave sketch there, Jake, where you're like, I'm not saying I I'm not saying my song. <laughs> like I know there's only one gonna get picked this week and it probably isn't gonna be this one, but like <laughs> Honestly, I get like my wife tells me constantly like you're you sound like you're doing a Tim Robinson bit and I'm like I know I'm sorry that's just my life. <laughs> this is how I talk. <laughs> All right, Jared, what you got for us this week? All right, Come no on, context. You ugly piece of crap. What do you got? What's your slop? <laughs> See, it's just Tim Robinson. All right. Uh, I can't take away Jake's scream because I'm not the boss. Just tell me the song. I'm not the boss of me, yeah. Okay. You're not the, the boss song of me is now. Absolutely by Nine Days. I seriously love this song so much. That's such a, like, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and call it as a goofy submission by Jared. And I love Goofs. it. And it, just so everyone is aware, this song is featured on my summer hits of the 90s and early 2000s playlist on Spotify. Yeah, that, 
That playlist blew up. Currently at 31,389 <laughs> followers. Whoa. Wow. Honestly, mama. it's a amazing song for like basing radios off of or like finding yeah. playlists. Because uh, it kind of, it's like that like 90s pop oasis derivative mm-hmm. bands like stuff like that's what you want and it's great yeah it kind of captured everything that was great about late 90s early 2000s like radio pop yeah and like what was what was fun about it so here's the deal okay all right uh so i don't know if we've talked about it but like i just had a kid in may you definitely mentioned a baby being around little little baby girl but you have a kid so yeah (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I do quite a bit of bad covers uh, that I perform for her because she's a baby and she can't Look, complain. She can't criticize you. <laughs> Look, she doesn't know Fountains of Ezra. She doesn't know the original. I like yeah. to hear you do better, child. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, literally, like, just this is a story of a girl. Like, it was a baby who pooped in her diaper. Yeah, it makes it perfect. And I just riff on those lyrics. Like, yeah. Um, and I really enjoy playing it for her. And so learning that song, learn the chords, that first, the literally the first chord is this like weird augmented A that like perfectly fits in the like super easy G <laughs> sca- scale, uh, G key of G uh, chords that you can play in yeah. guitar. Also, and probably, I mean, I'm not speculating, but like, it's also the like distinguishing chord in Oasis's Wonderwall. And so, like, <laughs> you know, maybe this band was like, oh, we're going to take that chord and write a hit song. And then they did. And so, is that what you did, Jared? That's the only connection <laughs> to my record. <laughs> that chord. Um, hey, that's I was the. Like, that's the superstar making chord, it sounds like.
That was pop punk, baby. Yes, it was. See, we were t- we talked a bit about Reliant K earlier. We all love Reliant K here. That that actually gave me very like mid career Reliant K vibes. So here's the deal. Like when I just am like crunch time, I need to write some music. That's what's gonna happen, okay? Like, cause that's just what I do. And um I thought about like but like literally my thought process was I know this chord. It's a fun one. I'm going to go with it. It's a good one. Yeah. And uh then I thought about like trying to find like what does this sound like in the pop punk universe? Yeah. Is it Blink? Is it like <laughs> K, you know, is it Green Day? Right. And I was like I'm forcing it. Like it's just retro. I'm just finding what that sounds like. Yeah. Uh but it just sounds like me, which for better or worse is what it is. And <sighs> there you go. Also, I did like 30 takes of that because I couldn't f- get the stupid like fill riffs down. <laughs> and uh, I also slowed like the BPMs like 30% to like finally be able to like kind of pull it off in a take. So yeah, I get there that. You go. I really uh, if you want to break this like that riff into parts, part one, I really liked a whole lot. Part two, I liked the first half of the riff. And the second half, when it kind of draws back and goes a little lower, I was not the biggest fan of that part of it. If mm. that makes oh, any yeah. sense to you guys. I mean, I did play a chord wrong in the first part of that. <laughs> <laughs> that might be part of it. That definitely could be like, part of it. It just felt you off place, up. but part one and the first half of part two, I really, really like. But when it drew back a little bit and went a little lower in the second half of part two, like I wasn't the biggest fan of that. But besides that, I liked it. Yeah, and, and I do think like you could feel some emotion in that, you know, like it's corny to say about pop punk, but like pop punk I think is a very emotional genre. And I feel like I could feel some emotion going into that uh that progression. And like, especially your little uh, guitar runs in there. I thought those were very emotive. I emoted hard. <laughs> what emoji would it be? Emoticon. I mean, if I were to pick an emoji, it'd probably be the winking with the th- with the uh, tongue out. Mm. That's like one of my favorites, though. It's a go-to. That's it's a, a good. Go-to. That's a pop yeah. punk emoji right there. Pop punk. Pop punk. Outer space. <laughs> but no, I think it was a lot of fun. I think regardless, like, yeah, I, I think all the all the different bits of it fit together well. And yeah, I, I, I think, Jack, you're right. Like, there's there's definitely, like, room to add some, some more into there. But overall, I think it's a lot of fun. Oh, and I agree. I mean, I a, think... As a pop ahead. punk song, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, really fun stuff to do there yeah i think we I, can make that into a very fun song like i think we could do some really fun drum stuff in there and you know rock it yeah the the other thing i'll say about it uh that those that chord progression and specifically the augmentation of the chords uh that the weird oasis or nine days chord i used to start and then like a c major seventh I got like Alien Boy like vibes. Yeah, and we've talked a little bit about Alien Boy and like not 
in that like way that I like presented it. And it's just kind of like, you know, I made the decision of like, let's just go with that. Cause it's working. But like, um, I don't know. I could see, I, I really kind of liked how those chords work together in a yeah. progression. And like, uh, so when it comes to decision time, just, just Ooh. pay it. I asked the committee to pay special attention <laughs> to the chord progression and not necessarily the presentation of that. We'll consider it. We'll consider it. <clears throat> Does that mm. do it? Is that I, are we done? Or did we do the did week? Did we do it? I think we I think we got another up in the bag, boys. We got another one in the bag. Another one in the bag. So we're bad wallpaper podcast, bad riffs. Check us out on Spotify. And subscribe, review, all that fun stuff that you do with podcasts. Instagram. Inst- oh, well, I'm getting bad dot wallpaper dot band. I was getting to that. What about the Twitter hotshot? Bad at bad underscore wallpaper. Right. Well, okay, he does it just as good as me now, so I guess we'll use that. That's fine. Signing off. Later. Later.